A word only has a pejorative label if we continue to see it in the way we used to see it. And so that means we can be part of changing it. That's Anna David. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. I am grateful for you tuning in with me today, and I'm excited about today's message with our newest featured speaker and multiple-time New York Times bestselling author, Anna David, because she's going to be talking about something that I absolutely Love And that topic is about changing the beliefs and perceptions that we have about ourselves and our lives. And what I got from today's talk is to embrace our past and especially the negative things from our past and to really own it and then to reframe those experiences into positive ones that we can use to better ourselves. And then by doing so, and by transforming those negatives into positives and living from that, we can inspire others to do the same. So without further ado, here's Anna David. Enjoy. Who out there has two different size feet? Anybody? Okay. Interesting, because I, like 30% of the population, by the way, have two different size feet. Now, couple that with the fact that I'm a complete exercise fanatic. And this makes shopping for workout shoes really complicated because I have to pick, am I going to cater to my, like, big foot or my little foot? So this one time, I totally screwed up. I go to this hipster sneaker store in L.A., and they don't take returns. I don't know that at the time. I buy the sneakers. I cater to the big foot. And I go to my like, hip-hop dance class, and I'm going to like kill it with a fierce pop and lock. But instead of popping or locking, I'm tripping in shoes that are clown size on me. Now, being a Miss Foot, that's what I call it. There's no actual, if you look up, like, what is this called? There's no definition. So I call it being a Miss Foot or a Miss Feet or... Sometimes I call it being a misfit. Why not? Now, when I realized that I had these clown-sized shoes, I also happened to be going down to Skid Row that night to feed the homeless. And so I thought, why don't I take these shoes? I'll give them to somebody who could use them a lot more than I could. So down I go to Skid Row, and I'm like ready to feel like this excellent person. And I immediately spot a guy who looks like the ideal sneaker recipient which means like he just looked like he could use a new pair of anything. So I hand over the sneakers and I'm like ready for his just complete gratitude. And instead he looks at me, he looks at the sneakers, he looks at me again and he's like, do you have another color? (laughs) Yeah, so 
I go home very discouraged about humanity. You know, here I am trying to give back, and this guy who could clearly use my gift is sniffing at it. And that got me thinking, why did I feel like I needed to be labeled a good person for what I'd done? You know, and that got me thinking about labels in general. Now, I, like all of you, have worn many labels in my life. I'm literally wearing a label on my dress. I've worn the label of woman. I've worn, and I don't tell everybody this, the label of um, cat lady, because one of my books is about my relationship with my cats. And on my IMDb page, where it lists like really cool trivia, like has five children, like expert archer, mine says one bit of trivia, has a cat. <laughs> True. But the most important label I've worn is a little less benign than cat lady. The most important label I've worn is addict. And I embrace that label wholeheartedly. Now, this is interesting because it came up yesterday with Dr. Mate, the word addict. And I actually didn't know until he said it that it comes from the word slave. Now, you may wonder why I would embrace a label that we talked about yesterday as being a bad thing. And that's because I think it's high time we all started embracing our labels. Now, I'm not talking about the labels other people give us. I'm talking about our self-defined labels. I get this is super controversial in recovery circles. And I get why it is. I mean, I was absolutely horrified when I was labeled an addict before I embraced the label. And like, an addict, I thought, was the person in the gutter with the needle in their arm, or maybe somebody like the guy I'd given my shoes to. Not like the girl from the nice family who graduated from a good college but just happened to spend her 20s holed up by herself doing cocaine. But because I was holed up by myself doing cocaine for my 20s, I knew there was something really wrong with me. You know, I thought I was just maybe a freak not destined for this world or someone just who would spend her whole life alone. And once the pain of how I was living got to be greater than the pain of changing, which is one of the most painful things in the world, I realized there was something wrong with me. I was an addict. I still am. I'm just one who hasn't had a drink or a drug in almost 17 years. But let me define addict. Lots of people have lots of definitions. I've even been talking about it this weekend. To me, an addict is somebody who is so uncomfortable with how they feel that they'll do anything, anything in the world to change it, even if changing it may mean dying. Now, back to Skid Row. When I thought back on the experience, I realized I was so consumed by my own, like, hurt feelings, I failed to see my own prejudice. It's like I saw a guy with an invisible sign around his neck that said homeless. He saw a pair of shoes he didn't like. You know, to me, he was someone who should be so grateful to someone like me for caring. To him, he was a guy with his own story, his own hopes and dreams, his own taste in sneakers, you know, who had fallen on hard times. And he probably saw me not as, like, the amazing person I wanted him to see me as, but with the label of his own, like, sanctimonious person, you know, trying to feel like a good person, whatever it was, I don't know. But the problem, as I see it, isn't that we label people. It's that we do it in this closed-minded and judgmental way. If we could use our labels as a jumping-off point and not a conclusion, I think it could be one of our greatest tools for advancement. 
Now, think about it. Studies show that when students are labeled smart or motivated, it changes the rest of their lives. But that's not the only good that labels do. Labels give us a sense of solidarity, like a feeling that we're among like-minded people. No matter what it is, it's like it could be like Dodgers fans. That was a big deal in last week in LA. It could be deadheads, burners, genius network members. It doesn't matter, but it makes you feel like a part of a group. Now, labels change. And if you don't think labels change, when I was growing up, the worst label you could have was nerd. It was just like, oh God, you know, that was, it was just absolutely the worst. Now cut to today, like there are the gods who walk among us. I live in LA, people show me pictures of themselves with celebrities, I'm like, I could care less. Somebody sent me a picture of him with Mark Zuckerberg. I was like, are you kidding me? That's so cool. But nerd isn't the only label that's changed. If you think about it, what about ADD, which we talked about yesterday? Like not long ago, that meant you were pretty screwed up. Now we raised our hands. Who here thinks they have ADD, either diagnosed or self-diagnosed? There were, there were, you know what, there were more people yesterday, the ADD people are outside on their phones, I think. <laughs> you know, today, people like Richard Branson is talking publicly about having ADD. And dyslexia, that meant you were stupid. Now, it's like, if I'm gonna keep with that definition, I gotta figure out how uh, Steven Spielberg and John Irving are stupid. Now, I noticed something when I embraced the label addict. Sober addicts, and not sober addicts, just addicts are some of the coolest, smartest, most motivated, most successful people I know. You know, I realized, I was like, it's no wonder that people like Russell Brand and like Elton John and Robert Downey Jr. and these amazing people are addicts. It's no wonder that the people who made me want to be a writer, Hemingway, Fitzgerald, Tennessee Williams, struggled with alcoholism. Now, until I embraced that label, I didn't see myself as smart or motivated or successful or any of those things. But as soon as I noticed those commonalities among all the addicts I was meeting, I started to think maybe that was me too. Now, when a lot of people out there hear the word addict, they don't picture that. They picture what I used to picture, the person in the gutter. But It's considered so controversial that the Associated Press last summer released a statement saying journalists shouldn't use the word addict in their stories. Instead, they should say person with addiction. Now, I radically disagree with that. In fact, I think that's the problem and not the word. A word only has a pejorative label if we continue to see it in the way we used to see it. And so that means we can be part of changing it. Joe bringing it to this conference is part of changing it. Now, on my own road to embracing my own labels, I suffered what we call in recovery a lot of pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization, which culminated in a night over 17 years ago, driving, coked out of my brains, wondering if I should just end it all by swerving into oncoming traffic. Now, I could regale you with more tales of my CD adventures and misdeeds, but they're really not that interesting. What's interesting is that I wear the label addict squarely on my chest, in turn, giving other people permission to do the same. Now, we all have labels we're ashamed of, and that means we can all be part of the revolution in perception. Yes, by just embracing the labels you're ashamed of, you can be part of a revolution. You know, as Leonard Cohen saying, there's a crack in everything.
that's where the light comes in. So my parting words to you are look at the labels you're ashamed of. Share them with the people in your lives. And if you're comfortable, share them with the world. And if you don't know where to start, how about the label of human? Or the one I started off with, misfit. I don't know anybody in the world who hasn't for at least a split second felt like one of those. So that's my message, fellow misfits. Go out there, embrace your dark labels, change the world. Big thanks to Anna David for stopping by. I got this clip from YouTube and it is entitled How to Wear Your Labels, Anna David. And if you'd like to connect with her, you can go to her website, AnnaDavid.com. And that is also her Instagram. And her latest book of the several books that she has authored is entitled Party Girl. And lastly, her podcast is entitled On Good Authority Podcast. And there's a hyphen between author and I-T-Y. So you can go and check that out. And I have all the links to everything I just mentioned, along with the link to the entire talk. They will all be in the show description below. All right. That is a wrap for me. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later.